0: Chapter 9 of Aunt Jane's Nieces on the Ranch by L. Frank Baum. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Chapter 9 A Fruitless Search. Meantime, Uncle John and Big Runyon were bowling along the north road, the lights gleaming from the powerful lanterns of the car and illuminating every object on either side of the way. The road seemed deserted, and it was fully twenty minutes before they came to the first ranch house, beyond that owned by Runyon himself. Here, Mr. Merrick got out to make inquiries. A tall, slovenly dressed woman answered his ring. She carried an oil lamp in her hand and eyed her late visitor severely. "'Have you seen a woman with a baby pass this way today? this afternoon?' asked the little man. Yes was the reply she stopped here for supper Uncle John's heart gave a great bound have they gone on he inquired yes an hour ago which way ma'am She nodded toward the north and mr. Merrick hastily turned away Then pausing as a thought occurred to him. He asked Was the the baby quite well ma'am? Seems so was the gruff answer and she slammed the door "'Of course she was provoked,' mused Uncle John, as he hurried back to the car. "'I forgot to thank her. "'Never mind. We'll stop on our way back.' "'Well?' demanded Runyon. "'We've got em was the joyful response. "'They stopped here for supper and went on an hour ago. "'Drive ahead and keep a sharp lookout.' "'Who stopped here?' asked the other, as he started the car. "'Why, the woman with the baby, of course.' "'Which woman?' "'Which one?' Oh, I didn't bother to ask. It doesn't matter, does it, whether it's Mildred or Inez. It's the baby we want. Runyon drove on a while in silence. Did she describe little Jane accurately? He asked in his high, piping tenor. She didn't describe her at all, said Uncle John, provoked by such insistence. There isn't likely to be more than one baby missing in this lonely section of the country. The big rancher made no reply both were keenly eyeing every object that fell under the light of the lamps presently they caught sight of a small white house half hidden by a grove of tall eucalyptus there was no driveway but the car was stopped at the nearest point and uncle john got out to his surprise runyon followed him saying two heads are better than one sir what do you mean by that sir Asked Mr. Merrick sternly. Don't you think I'm competent to ask a question? You don't ask enough questions, returned Ronin frankly. I'm not sure whether we're on the right trail. Well, I am, declared Uncle John stiffly. It took them some time to arouse the inhabitants of the house, who seemed to have retired for the night, although it was still early. Finally, a woman thrust her head from an upper window. What's wanted? she inquired in querulous tones. "'Have you seen a woman with a baby pass by here?' called Uncle John. "'No. Thank you, ma'am. Sorry to have troubled you,' said the little man, but in a very disappointed voice. "'Hold on a minute,' cried Runyon, as the woman was closing the window. "'They told us at the last house that a woman with a baby stopped there for supper.' "'Oh, they did, eh?' "'Yes, and she came in this direction, so we thought you might have seen her.' "'Well, I might if I'd looked in the glass.' she said with grin-humour. I'm the woman. Oh, indeed, cried Uncle John, feeling bewildered. And the baby? Safe asleep if you're yelling don't wake him. Then it's your baby? I'll swear to that. What do you want, anyhow? We're looking for a lost baby, piped Bull Run. Then you'll have to look somewhere else. I've walked all the way to town and back to-day, and I'm dead tired. Are you going away or not? They went away. Neither spoke as they again entered the car and started it upon the quest five minutes passed ten fifteen then mr Runyon said in a higher key than usual there's nothing on a car as handy as a self-starter all you have to do is-oh shut up growled uncle john they drove more slowly after this and maintained a sharp watch but both men had abandoned all hope of discovering the missing baby on this route when they reached tongas ranch they crossed over to a less frequented road known as macmillan's which would lead them back to el cajon but by a roundabout devious route the nearer they drew to the ranch the greater vigilance they displayed but the road was deserted and no one at any of the ranch houses had seen or heard anything of a stray baby as they turned into arthur's driveway they overtook rudolph hahn just returning from a quest as fruitless as their own it was now half-past nine o'clock arthur weldon and major doyle had both realized that the route awarded them was the most promising of all it was scarcely conceivable that anyone who had stolen baby jane would carry her father into the unsettled districts far more likely that toodlums's abductor "'would make for the nearest town or the railway station. "'If we know which one of the girls had taken the baby,' said Arthur, "'we could figure better on what she would likely do. "'Inez would try to reach some Mexican settlement where she had friends, "'while Mildred might attempt to get into Los Angeles or San Diego "'where she could safely hide. "'I can't believe either of them would steal little Jane,' "'declared the Major. "'They are too fond of her for that.' But the baby has been stolen nevertheless returned Arthur. We can't get around that fact. And one of the nurses did it. Why? Because the nurses disappeared with the baby. Then perhaps they've entered into a conspiracy and both are equally guilty in the abduction suggested the major. No, their hatred of one another would prevent any conspiracy between them. Only one stole the baby away, I'm quite sure. Then where's the other nurse? Arthur made no reply but the major expected none it was one of those mysteries that baffle the imagination by and by major doyle made an attempt to answer his question himself unconsciously using the same argument that his daughter patsy had during her conversation with beth for the sake of argument and to try to get somewhere near the truth said he let us concede that after we had gone to town the two nurses quarreled that would not be surprising i've been expecting an open rupture between them Following the quarrel what happened in view of the results as we find them two deductions are open to us One girl may have made away with the other in a fit of unreasoning rage and then taken babies and run away To escape the consequences of her crime if that conclusion is true Inez is the more likely to be the criminal and it is mildred's dead body we shall find in a clump of bushes or hidden in the cellar that mexican girl has a fierce temper i've seen her eyes gleam like those of a wildcat as she watched mildred kiss and cuddle little jane and she was so madly devoted to baby that she'd sooner die than part with her mildred is different she's more civilized to me her eyes seem more treacherous than those of inez declared arthur "'who had liked the little Mexican nurse "'because she had been so fond of toodlums. "'They never meet your gaze frankly, those eyes, "'but seem always trying to cover some dark secret "'of which the girl is ashamed. "'Nevertheless, I maintain "'that she is the more civilized of the two. "'insisted the major. "'She has a calmer, more deliberate nature. "'She wouldn't be likely to hurt Inez, "'while Inez would enjoy murdering Mildred.' what's the other hypothesis asked arthur the more sensible one by odds after the quarrel inez grabs up baby and runs away determined to escape from her hated rival and carry jane beyond her influence soon after mildred discovers the flight of the mexican and impelled by her duty to you and her desire to circumvent inez rushes away in full chase forgetting to leave any word Perhaps she thought she would be able to return with baby before we arrived back from town But Inez has led her a merry chase which Mildred stubbornly refuses to abandon I'm an old man Arthur and have seen a good deal of life So mark my words when the truth of this affair is known it will be something like the story I've just outlined I believe I've hit the nail on the head and I'll admit it's bad enough even that way Then said Arthur more hopefully we may find Mildred and baby at home when we return. Yes, and we may not. If they are home, Arthur, there are plenty there to look after the wee darling, and Louise will be comforted. On the other hand, if they don't return, it must be our business to find them. I can imagine Mildred fagged out in some far away corner, resolving to stay the night and return to the ranch in the morning. They remembered to have passed along this road before that afternoon on their way home from town at that time They had seen no sign of the nurses or the baby, but to make assurance doubly sure Arthur stopped at every house to make inquiries and the road was inspected carefully When they reached town they first visited the local police station and then the telephone office Here they arranged to have every ranch house within a wide radius called and questioned in regard to the missing baby Arthur also tried to get his own house, but the wire was still out of service. Then to the telegraph office, where messages were sent to all the neighboring towns, giving descriptions of the missing baby and the nurses, and offering a liberal reward for any news of their whereabouts. By this time it was necessary to go to the depot, as the evening train was soon due. While they awaited its arrival, Arthur and the major closely scanned every member of the group gathered at the station weldon even managed to have the train held on its arrival until he had passed through all the cars and assured himself that neither mildred inez or baby jane was aboard that automobile would have carried two despairing men away from the little town had it not been for the ray of hope suggested by the major that they would find baby safe at home on their arrival however that no chance might be neglected they took another route as originally arranged and patiently continued their vain inquiries all the way back to the ranch as they entered the driveway at el cajon the clock in the brilliantly lighted hall of the mansion was striking ten arthur rushed in and was met by patsy any news they both cried eagerly and then their expectant faces fell how is louise faltered arthur more quiet now answered the girl, she became so violent after you left that we were all frightened, so Mrs. Hahn jumped into your little car and drove home, where she telephoned for the doctor. He happened to be at the Wilson place, so she caught him there, and he came directly here. He is upstairs yet, but he gave Louise a quieting potion, and I think she is now asleep. Arthur started to mount the stairs, then hesitated. Are the boys back yet? he asked, Yes. They are now out in the grounds helping the Mexicans search the shrubbery the young man shuddered I I think I'll join them he decided and the major merely gave his daughter a solemn kiss and followed the bereaved father At the back of the mansion the lights of the lanterns were twinkling like fireflies although the stars shone so brightly that all nearby objects were easily distinguished Arthur and the major joined the men for two hours longer the search was continued More because they all felt they must be doing something than through any hope of success Finally at midnight the chief searchers met in a group near the house and Rudolph said Let's go in and rest a bit and have a smoke I'm about fagged out and as a matter of fact We've covered every inch of these grounds several times over arthur silently turned and led the way into the house where patsy beth and helen Hahn, all three worn and haggard met them in the hall louise asked arthur sleeping quietly replied beth marcia is sitting beside her has dr knox gone no he's in the library smoking eulalia is getting him something to eat for it seems he missed his dinner Why, so did I, trilled Big Runyon in the clearest tenor. I've just remembered it. You must all eat something, declared Patsy, else you won't be fit to continue the search. Go to the library, all of you, and Beth and I will see what we can find in the kitchen. Chapter nine.